I got I got Blair Witch for PC and it is dope as hell. I super recommend it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, like compared to the other games that Bloober Team made, that's a masterpiece. Which is wait, uh, Bloober isn't that layers? Uh huh. Oh my god! <laughs> it's crazy to think about. I didn't that, like, know that. It's the exact same uh, company. I don't know if it's the same team, but it's like, how'd you get this so right and so many <laughs> games so wrong? I I don't know if you saw my final Let's Play of Layers of Fear 2, but I was just so defeated and pissed. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. That um, was us by like five episodes deep. Like We were like, we're going to beat this. We're going to hate beat this. And then by like <laughs> 10 episodes, like, I just hate this. We can't do it. <laughs> At first, I was like, you know, digging it. I was recommending it to people. I was like, yeah, this is definitely a step up from the first game. But my God, it was so long. It was so tedious. It was so unnecessary. And by the end of it, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I just hate beat it. Exactly. I was just like, fuck, I just want I just want to roll credits. Please just let it end. No, totally. It's like you get to that point where you're like, I've, I've already given this so much of my time. I need to see how it ends. Right. Yeah. And there was a guy on Twitter, too, talking about like, oh, it's like, it's my game of the year, hands down. And I was like, really? okay like if you know, people say that i'm like okay let me give it a shot because you know i trust you but no fuck that guy i'm never yeah. gonna listen to him again super wrong also on this topic i did some have we research. started or are we just chatting oh, I'm, i i always record just so just in case <laughs> i didn't know if, like I, I didn't know what we were doing i was just like okay i guess no no, no. Should... i haven't started yet i haven't started yet Welcome to Play More Games, a podcast about video games discussed amongst friends. I'm your host, Patches. Welcome back, everybody. And I'm here with another frequent flyer, <laughs> Jojo, from the Jojo Has Fun crew. Hi, how's it going? What's Hi, up, Patches. dude? How is it up there? It's okay. It's <laughs> it's fine. It's cloudy. I, I have all my curtains drawn, and I got these really cheap lamps from Ikea that, that bathe everything in soft, diffused light, Ooh. so it's pretty chilled out in here. Actually, our rooms look quite similar then, yeah, because it's, oh, yeah. it's pretty much the same over here. I hate cold weather. I hate everything about this. So the more I can stay inside, the better. Yeah, I'm sitting at yeah. my desk in like a winter coat right now because uh, we don't <laughs> yeah, have I'm heat under, on. I'm under like three <laughs> blankets. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Are you in Sacramento? Is that what it is? Yes. Is that, okay, okay, yeah, cool, so yeah. it's it's going to rain for a week and be oh, cold gross. for a week. And, yeah. uh, even worse. Gross. Um. Yeah. Well, it's also great. It was actually colder here than it was in my hometown in North Carolina the other day. Oh, um, that's which terrible. Is <laughs> weird. <laughs> I like um, I like that we I like that we've uh, we were talking for like fifteen minutes about cool stuff, and then once the once the ritual <laughs> of the podcast begins, we're like, so the weather, huh? So the weather. It sucks. Uh, anyway, oh jeez. <laughs> um, well, we were talking uh, before the podcast a little bit about uh, Black Friday shopping, which I was not going to do, and then I did. <laughs> so, oh, well, that's fine. You have to take part in it. I mean, it is. Yeah. The I, I I tried. I seriously tried to go Black Friday shopping, and I was not able to succeed, uh, which is the worst. <laughs> like Thursday night, my girlfriend and I were like, "We're gonna do it." We're going to go, we're going to go to Best Buy and then we're going to go to Target and we're going to get some stuff. And Ooh. we went to Best Buy and it was just like, you know, <laughs> it's because the thing is like, I, I don't have kids. So if I just want something, I just go and get it, which right. means that Black Friday means nothing to me. Like I go on Black Friday. It's just like, oh, 
I guess uh, six months ago, this price would have been nice. But uh, (laughs) anyway, hey, let's go to Target and just do grocery shopping. How about that? Well, I just I I was talking to the guy GameStop about it, one of my buddies, uh, Chaz, and he was saying, you know, it's he's he was holding up like each game. He's like, yep, paid 60 bucks for this, paid full price for this, (laughs) paid full price for this. And I picked up. Let's see. I finally I had Red Dead 2 for the Xbox. but I was telling you, uh, I put this on Twitter, too, that I just um, traded in my Xbox. So I had to pick up some of the games that I lost on that. So I got Red Dead 2. I finally picked up The Witcher 3 to play Battlefront 2. Hellblade, which I'm actually I've had before, and I don't know why I don't know where it went, so I got it again. Uh, yeah. Bloodborne, which you're a big fan of, I'm a huge fan of it. It's and one of my uh, we happy few actually. I picked up that because two of my best friends actually had them on the podcast last week, Lila and Peter. Uh-huh. Lila loves We Happy Few and Peter hates it. So it's like I really oh, so it's probably play it. that means it's art then. That's perfect. <laughs> that means it's it's either gonna really work for me, it's really I don't I don't, I don't <laughs> know. So and again, Black Friday was on sale. Let's let's do it. Um and of course some of those stupid pop funkos that I can't stop buying, but that's besides they will the point. Consume your life forever no, yeah. and ever. And the landfill. So I wanted, or you actually reached out to me and t- to chat about this. And yeah, I did. Well, I wanted to complain to somebody who gets it. So <laughs> I mean, I complain to Jeff and and Kim all the time, but it's like they they're yeah. <laughs> Another segment of the Play More Games podcast called Jojo Has Feelings. Let's go. Let's well, get I'm a I'm a bummer and a half. And if, no. I can, <laughs> if I can channel that into someone's podcast, then that's that's perfect. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, like what you're complaining about, though, is like valid complaints. So it's fine. It's fine. It's it's understandable. Yeah. But this I had to do some research on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Just to declare this, this isn't so much about video games as it's about video game content creation and an issue that's popped up. So (laughs) right, and well, it's interesting when you reached out to me. I was like, yeah, this is. I mean, we could totally talk about this on the podcast. This is fine. But I was like, I don't really know how this is gonna, you know be portrayed because i mean a a lot of people know me strictly either from the youtube a little bit of both or just the podcast so it's like some people don't even i guess necessarily know that i have the uh youtube channel but doing more research on it i I was seeing that like oh this is actually gonna potentially affect next year for the patches Mm. place games channel and so it's like uh i'm getting a little worried now um yep yep That'll, and, that'll, uh, that'll stick around. That won't go away. So okay, enjoy it. Well, I mean, I'm anxious all the time anyway, so just add it to the pile. Um, totally. But I, I am going to, I was saying before too, I mean, I'm going to need some help kind of understanding all this because it's, it's essentially we're going to talk about, um, I'm going to say COPA too. I'm tired of people saying, what was it? Kappa? Kappa. Kappa. No, it's COPA. C-O. Because you have what to cope with it. Oh, great. Well. That makes sense. Um, so it's well. So here's the thing. Here, I past couple uploads, I guess, on my channel, I've noticed, you know, that blue bar on the top. That's like, yep. oh, this is Copa compliant or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's what? <laughs> like, why are you? I did. I never looked into it. I was like, what, whatever. Okay, let me just, you know, leave my laptop and let this upload. I don't care. And then watching Philip DeFranco, the game theorists, some other like small creators here and there talk about it. It it seemed like at first it seemed like the whole what is it the uh, the uh, Children's Online Privacy Protection Act yes was going to affect channels that had anything remotely to do I guess with 
kids, and kids is technically thirteen yeah. years and Thir- younger. Uh, it's well, no, it's it's twelve and down. So once you hit thirteen, you're fine. Okay, but, uh, it's all channels that have quote unquote kids directed content. Okay, um, and so for those for people who aren't aware. Um, the Children Online Privacy Protection Act that was created in 1998 mm-hmm. uh, for arguably a good reason, which was um, people were collecting children's information on the like the, this was back when the internet was like brand new mm-hmm. and there were no rules yet. And one of the things people were doing were collecting the information on children, and the FTC was like, "That's probably not good." <laughs> so they made it so if you were the owner of a website or what they refer to as an operator, you weren't allowed to collect information from um, users who were under the age of 13, which is why most websites you sign up for ask, are you 13 years or older? Mm. That's where that comes from. Every website you've probably ever signed up for asks that question. And the reason why is they're trying to be COPPA compliant, because if you say you're over 13, even if you're lying, then the website is compliant with COPPA because they're saying like, look, I'm not collecting information on a child. They said they're 13. If they lied, that's an issue for the parents. So I'm not technically liable for that because I did my due diligence. Mm. Um, Anyway, so fast forward, that law has existed and been on the books since 1998 and every website you've ever signed up for has dealt with it. It's not, it's actually become just part of the internet. It's not a big deal. However, um, in the past like six years, it started to become sort of an issue on YouTube. Uh, and like, I'm not super up on the history of that. I know it had to do a little bit with Elsa gate where people were making like, like there were mills of, of co- like uh, this, this is kind of a weird concept, but like a video mill where they would just pump out these terrible, arguably like offensive videos that were designed specifically for kids to watch them that mm. just featured like Elsa getting chased by Spider-Man and Oh right 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 yeah she'd be pregnant and it was just weird it was just weirdly like they could almost err on the side of like performance art except that they were specifically made to capitalize on the fact that children wanted to watch stuff about Frozen and Spider-Man because that's what they liked um and they were just meant to game the system and, and get money. Well, kids are watching that, and that's a problem. Um, but also, the the other issue was, like, YouTube has sort of uh, gone out of its way to communicate the fact that they are t- tracking children's use of YouTube, which mm-hmm. you are not supposed to do. Um, and you're especially not supposed to advertise it, but they're basically saying like, we know there are children on YouTube. We know what they're watching. Um, we're collecting all of this data. Uh, and finally the FTC was like, you can't do that. That's not compliant with COPPA. Granted, the reason they're using this information is for advertising. So like originally the, the purpose of, uh, the act was to make it so like someone didn't have the information of a kid and then could go and hurt that kid like they mm-hmm. know where they are now it, this is more related to like 
you can track someone's online behavior. And the way that YouTube uses that information is, well, we're going to give you an ad that reflects what we think your interests are. So technically speaking, that's in violation of the Protection Act if it's done to a child. So uh, Google and YouTube got hit with a pretty big lawsuit that they settled out of court for $170 million, which coincidentally was the entire annual budget for the FTC, which they say, <laughs> they're like, we find uh, Google our entire budget, so bully for us. Wow. Um, yeah, and that was in September. And then uh, as, a, as a reaction to that, YouTube basically said like, well, we're going to... Um, we're going to allow creators to set whether or not their content is for children or not. Um, and we're going to use automated methods to look at content to make sure that they're not trying to game the system. And also now the FTC is basically saying like they classify um, channel owners. Mm-hmm. So like you or I, we're classified as operators. It's like we own a website, even though all we have control over is looking at the analytics of a video and uploading a video they treat youtube like a platform and we are um an owner operator of some aspect of that platform sure so we're responsible um and um for those who don't know we do let's plays we literally just play video games and uh you guys just do audio right over the the videos Yes, we do. Well, it, it varies. Like we have all the equipment to do video, but a lot of time we don't just because we're lazy. Mm. Um, but if we do live streams, we'll do video. I think Kim, every time she does a live stream, she always does video and solo videos as well. We do. That's right. We do, um, when she was playing Minecraft the other day, you could she. Yeah, but we do. I mean, we just we play video games for YouTube in like sections. Of, yeah. Yeah. And it's anyway, continue. So so basically what YouTube has done is in order to make sure that they are compliant with um the act is they've put the onus onto creators to designate whether or not their um, videos are for kids or not for kids. And they are also employing uh, machine learning to sort of be able to detect whether or not a, a video is or is not um, for, for kids, which is fine in principle but the problem Mm -hmm. is like the way that the way that youtube is choosing to implement uh coppa they're doing it in such a way that is very scary (laughs) (laughs) so like one of the like there's there's a couple of things that like when i say designate if it's for kids or not um that sounds kind of like a whatever decision but the, the truth is like if you say that a video is for kids what will happen is that video will have pretty much all engagement tools deactivated mm-hmm. on it. So you can't, um, you won't be notified of it. You right. won't be able to like it or dislike it. You won't be able to leave a comment. I think that if you have enough videos on your channel, um, or if your channel is set to be a kid's channel, um, 
like all community features are disabled, so you can't have a community tab. You can't see how many subscribers you have. Right. Um, yeah. It, it, there was a video that I watched that it said if it is kid friendly, yeah, comments won't be made for your videos. You will not be able to show personalized ads. Yeah. There will be a decrease in revenue. So course. yeah. So the the for those. So this is just for the sake of of clarity. Um, YouTubers, they can make money in a variety of ways, but one of the principal ways a lot of channels make their money is through ad revenue, specifically mm-hmm. targeted ad revenue. So I watch 10 videos on barbecue grills. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, I'm getting ads for barbecue grills. It's a targeted ad, which is worth a lot more because the idea is, well, if you're interested in this, you're probably going to buy more for this. YouTube mm-hmm. also has general ads that it can run that are equivalent to like if I'm watching a TV show, an ad will run on it. Um, that's a very simplistic way of describing it, but those right. are worth way less because there's there's far less return on investment. So when you set it to kids friendly, um, those are the only kinds of ads you get. And YouTube has basically stated that like it's 90% less roughly um, revenue from those kinds of ads. Mm-hmm. And so the question you would have is like, well, then why would I indicate that the stuff is kid friendly? Well, if it's not for kids, um, because every YouTuber has to kind of make the indication. Right. So. Yeah. So if you're a kids friendly creator, if you make content for kids, um, you can no longer make money with targeted ads like at all. That's that's over with. So mm-hmm. unless you had some other revenue stream from your channel, say like, uh, um, like you sell merchandise or you have a Patreon um, or something okay. else, then then you are basically you've lost your ability to make money. You can't make money through YouTube. You can make money from your audience with YouTube as like a platform to get them stuff, but YouTube itself won't really be paying you anymore. Do you, what um, about the uh, like the five dollar monthly membership that some YouTubers? those are gone? You can't do that. Okay. If you're um, if you do if you have kids content, then that would technically be like you're collecting information. So that's gone. I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, oh, now the the part that's making every lots of creators freak out is there is no clear definition for what is and is not kids directed content. Or, or content for children. So, uh, like, Patches and I make video game Let's Plays. Typically speaking, video games are viewed as the domain of children. Mm-hmm. That's changed in our lifetimes, but it's still a relatively new concept that adults play games. There are lots of people who do animation on YouTube, like The Odd One's Out, or... Um, Oh, what's another one I can think of? It'll pop into my head later. I mean, Markiplier um, and like the Game Grumps have like a couple animated videos here. Yeah, and yeah, from yeah. Like and fans or people that have made it for them, or you know. Yeah, uh, Rubber Ninja. He's an animator on YouTube. Animation is typically seen as something for kids. There are tons of channels of people who like. I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna build this Lego set. I'm gonna mm-hmm. videotape myself building a Lego set. Um, I'm going to show someone how you can modify a Bratz doll to look like a different kind of character, a different kind of doll. Uh, you know, I'm going to review this dollhouse. I know I'm stuck in a doll mode. Um, but, I mean, it um, makes sense. It's a good example. Because I saw examples of that earlier, too, where it was, you know, talking about people playing with slime. 
or yeah, you so know, it, building Legos, like you said. If or there's a there's a channel of dudes who are like, we're just gonna mess around and and play with Nerf guns and go swim, like just f- like a having fun kind of channel. There's also channels about like families, like blogs about families or like mm-hmm. uh, a parent showing videos of his kids hanging out and uh, talking about you know, oh, here's our trip to the beach or whatever. Right. Um, so there's this huge gray area of content what content's about and because youtube has given no guidance as to what is and is not kids directed content tons of creators are freaked out because if you mislabel your video and say it's not for kids which by the way even the rule says there's such a thing as general audience, which this is just appeals to everybody, but YouTube doesn't recognize that distinction. It either is for kids or it's not. Mm. Um, <laughs> if you mislabel your video and uh, it's considered basically like you did that in bad faith, basically like the FTC can fine you. It's like a lot of money too, isn't it? $42,500 per infraction. So if I had 10 videos, that's $400,000. Now, the FTC has gone on to say that when they determine how much the fine is, they take into a lot of things into consideration. So truthfully, they're probably never going to come after a small creator. They're probably never going to come after a creator who has under 1,000. But if they did, that's messed up. Because even if they charged you... A hundred bucks a video, or like, what's a speeding ticket now? Like three hundred dollars? Like if you got charged well, a, speeding wood, a speeding ticket? I can tell you, well, parking ticket is that's seventy two dollars. <laughs> yeah. So imagine if you got a parking ticket for for thirty videos. So that's a lot of money. Um, and even if it got down, like even one dollar is a lot. So especially under the context of, I have to kind of make what is effectively a legal decision about my video that I don't really know because I have no context for Mm -hmm. it. And that's also the the biggest problem is like YouTube has basically said, and the FTC has also said that if you're unsure if your video um, is directed for children, you should consult a lawyer, which (laughs) is their way of saying, we don't know what we're looking for because you could go to 10 different lawyers and they will all say different things. Because they don't know either. This is new territory. Um, and so, like, the the big issue at hand is, is not so much, like, there are big creators who are at risk. So, like, the, the game theorists could honestly, they might be in trouble. Like, yeah, that's what he was saying. Um, you know, PewDiePie, like, too. Yeah, and oh, so this is something interesting, too, is when you look to what the FTC determines what makes it for kids, it's like, do kids show up in it? Do you discuss kid things like toys oh, and yeah. video games? And then well, the other actually, thing was, here's a list of that. Here's it. Cause I, I wrote this down earlier because I was curious. It says made for kids factors to consider. Number one, the subject matter of the video. Number two, if children are the intended audience. Three, if it includes child actors or models. If it includes characters, celebrities, or toys that appeal to children. If it uses language that is meant for children to understand. Activities that appeal to children. And songs, stories, poems that appeal to children. Right. And then also the other thing, too, is if someone else considers your video for kids, 
that's another thing that factors in. There was one channel in the FTC's complaint to uh, in the FTC's complaint against YouTube. I believe it was their complaint. They basically said one of the channels that they brought up as an example is a channel that was for kids. The reason they brought it up is because um, internally YouTube referred to that channel as a channel for children. That was why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even if it was. Because the thing is, like, as a creator, we don't know necessarily who's watching our videos up to a certain point because we don't get analytics for viewers under the age of 13. Like the youngest bracket for, for viewer analytics is 13 plus. So um, we don't even know how many kids are watching our videos and we don't know how our channel. So basically like if some, if a blog says this channel is for kids, even if it's about like taxes, technically speaking, that can be said it's a kids directed channel. Now, granted, there's there's on the one hand, you're like, well, common sense should prevail. <laughs> um, and if the FTC really was going to fine you, they would have to look at this stuff, ideally. Uh, but on the other hand, it's like, why, why take the risk? And that's where a lot of creators are sort of finding themselves, including me, someone who makes video game content, where... We curse. Well, actually, you know what? No, that's not even true. We've been working really hard to not curse, and now I, I feel like that was a mistake because um, it could be considered for kids now. Yes, because mm. it's video games. Just just based on that alone, because it's video games, you can make the argument that this is for children. You can make an equally valid argument that it's for a general audience, but because YouTube doesn't allow us to make that distinction, it puts us in a very like awkward position mm-hmm. because I can, I can say like this video is for a general audience, which is therefore means it's not kid directed. But the argument can also be made is you said that this is not for kids and yet kids are watching it. And so then suddenly I'm in violation of the act and because of the way that the FTC is classifying um, channel owners, I then become like financially liable for that violation, which is super scary. <laughs> yeah, and it makes you think because, I mean, you have more subscribers than I do. I'm just like barely under 400. And I've noticed that I get subscribers... Um, kind of randomly like I'll have like a random spike um say somebody like retweets me or something like that and suddenly there's like a lot of notice on it but it doesn't really happen that often right and I'm at the point now where I'm like do I just go somewhere else before this maybe picks up do I press on and see what happens because I am one of the smaller guys, but like, well, that's the thing, right? Like, do I run the, the risk? <laughs> the kind, yeah. See, so it's, it's a risk versus reward. It's a, it's a value proposition now, which it wasn't before. So like the reason why, uh, Jojo has fun is on YouTube and has been on YouTube from the, like we started during the most recent adpocalypse, which I think is kind of funny, <laughs> um, in 2017. But, uh, so when we started, we picked YouTube specifically because YouTube allowed us to, to basically like we could be schedule agnostic because Kim and I both worked. So we could just record when we had the time 
and we could then say, okay, we're going to record for like four hours today, and then we can just spread that out as content throughout the week. That's mm-hmm. why we picked YouTube because it allowed us to do that. Other platforms like Twitch or now Mixer, um, we didn't pick those just because they were like dependent. They were more schedule dependent because they're all live. So it's like, okay, well, if we wanted to record together, then that requires a great deal more coordination than we're capable of at the time. It's different now, but uh, back at the start, that was the decision. Um, Because there's nothing in particular about YouTube that's very useful for Let's Players. Uh, (laughs) It's at least compared to Twitch or Mixer. Um, Because Let's Plays, they used to be really popular on YouTube, and now, like, gaming content in general is very popular, but Let's Plays aren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, And honestly, like, a lot of the channels that are big on Let's Plays... um, it's sort of the outlier that that popularity is from let's plays themselves. Um, either they were either they're a very established channel that's been around for a super long time or they got large in some other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they're happening to do let's plays. Um, we started from zero. So there was no added benefit from, from YouTube in that regard. And honestly, like, that's kind of the place where Twitch or Mixer makes more sense. And so now it's like, well, there's no real benefit to YouTube. It's also a huge financial risk if I keep the videos on YouTube, whereas Twitch and Mixer are sort of already set up to be compliant. It's kind of not a hard decision to make right? of like, do we stay on YouTube or not? The answer is we don't because there's nothing in particular about YouTube as a platform that is beneficial to the kinds of videos that, that we make. We happen to make a kind of video that works everywhere. Um, I mean, this, this goes for people who are reviewing. I mean, the more I'm thinking about it, like reviewing video games, uh-huh. not even just playing them, but just like talking about them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so it's very scary. And it's like, yeah. The, the thing that's that's really troubling is, and I really, this is the thing I have to make clear when I talk about this to people, is um, I'm not upset about the law in any way. To oh, me, it's oh, very reasonable. Like, yes, don't mm-hmm. collect information on children regardless of what it is. That's fine. What I'm upset about is how YouTube is choosing to implement it. Because they're implementing it in the stupidest way possible. Because there's a really easy way to prevent data on children from being collected. And, and basically, that's make YouTube closed. And by that, I mean, like, you can't view videos unless you're logged in and your age is verified. Once you do that, then just like any other website, the onus is on someone else. Because YouTube is fully open and the algorithm is able to track everybody who watches, it's collecting data on everyone and is able to know, oh, this is a kid, this is not a kid. Um, they, could, they could set it up such that like the onus is not on creators, but they chose not to do that. Um, and instead, they've made it a pretty huge burden to deal with that makes you go, well... If, if 
if I had a channel that was like, uh, that was more geared around like a different kind of content. So like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like toy reviews, like a toy review channel from the perspective of a collector, that's really annoying and probably like a deal breaker. Like I can't stay on this platform because like, there's no way one for me to monetize the platform in and of itself. So I lose a chunk of revenue, but also like the risk involved is so huge and the lack of guidance is so huge. And also the way that you're doing it is so backwards. <laughs> right. And and I love that there was a, uh, there was a video too, like from, I don't know, one of the chicks from YouTube that it's like, you know, one of the head honchos for this, but she was saying, you know, do you think it's, uh, uh, your videos are made for kids, but you disagree with that or, you know, pretty much us, you know, this, this, we're not, no, this, I mean, yeah, it's video games, but I mean, some of these video games are even rated, you know, in for mature and, you know, they're not even supposed to be seeing, I guess, playing even seeing some of this stuff. Like, um, but that really doesn't, you know, like that doesn't really matter. (laughs) It's still (laughs) animated. Yeah. So, I mean, if, uh, because we haven't received clear guidance. So like if, if there was like a more clear description about what we, what, what is and what isn't kids content that was in writing that wasn't up for interpretation, then that would be better. Um, but that hasn't come yet. And that's really like, that's where the sort of, that's where a great deal of the, the stress and confusion lie is, we don't know exactly how the FTC plans to enforce this. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to investigate every case? Are they just going right. to send a fine when YouTube identifies somebody? Are they going to rely on YouTube to identify this stuff? Because even since the 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 change has been made, 500 hours of content are being uploaded to YouTube like every minute. So you have to have a machine to watch that. So right. what happens if it detects something? Do we just get fined or do we get some kind of leeway i don't know um and then also like there's no clear rules about what we're supposed to do like so there's just there's a great deal of uncertainty and do you think there's going to be like an update or anything or is this pretty much set in stone implemented so right now um the ftc is taking public comments from (laughs) people in regards to uh in regards to this specifically um and those are open until December 9th. And legally, they're required to view all of them. I don't know if they have to do anything about them. But if a significant enough amount of people come out and say, hey, this is going to really damage YouTube's infrastructure and economy, um, maybe they'll think to, to change their position a little bit or change how the law is worded. Because um, the reason they're opening it up for public con- uh, comment is because basically, like, the people who are making these decisions, they don't understand really how YouTube works. And they definitely don't understand the relationship that a creator has towards YouTube. Um, in the sense that like to, to say that I'm the, an operator that I have some measure of control over YouTube is insane. Right. If anything, I am at their behest. Um, but I'm treated as if I have some kind of control over it. So that's mm-hmm. very odd. Uh, but, I mean, after the ninth, the comments close, and they have to review them. And uh, d- given how many comments there are, right now I think there's like over, I want to say like a million, but that's probably way too high. There's a lot of oh, comments. No, I wouldn't doubt that. I um, wouldn't doubt that at all. 
the number of ones that are useful and of substance, I have no idea. Um, there might be a lot of spam in there, um, <laughs> which it might mean is like the same thing, like net neutrality. But um, the the big problem is like even if they got a ton of comments, there's no way they're going to get done reading them by the first. Um, the most that you could really hope for is the FTC is going to uh, basically like forbear their enforcement, which means like, oh, okay, we're not going to start this on the first. We have to review the comments, so we'll start it at like March 1st. That's when we'll start enforcing it. There's no way to know if that'll happen. And even if they did delay it, like there's still a chance they're just going to be like, yeah, we're doing it the way we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and YouTube has been pretty much silent about this. So it's kind of like, well, <laughs> well, legally, can they say anything after, you know, I mean, is there literally so out of their hands at this point or? Do, well, do really it's sort of care? like it's sort of. Yes. Like there is on one hand, like the people who we would ask, like Team YouTube, like they can't really say anything, even though they're getting the brunt of the questions. They're not allowed. But the silence is is. um it's sort of making everything worse mm-hmm. the, the, and they're not even saying so much as like we hear your concerns and we're, we're trying to figure it out like even that would be nice instead they're just like it is what it is unless unless something has changed since the last time i checked um i didn't say anything yeah well, so the, yeah. the so <laughs> the creators say like you know um, I think of like some of the big three, like the PewDiePie, the Markiplier, the Jacksepticeye, people who have been playing video games and creating content on YouTube for years. I mean, those guys are making bukus of money, but do you think it's going to take one of them being fined, you know, $42,000 a couple times? You know, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know where they're at on this. Are they just complying or well, are they fighting? Or um, is it going to take like one of them to speak up and say, you know, like, you know, PewDiePie is what, 102 like million subscribers. Is he going to be like, Hey, so this is kind of messed up. You know, I, I yeah. So he can, PewDiePie, I mean, they have options. They can set their videos to be just for kids. Those big channels, um, they're going to hurt. Sure. They'll probably survive. Mm-hmm. They might, they might be a more lean, um, the middle channels, the medium channels, they're probably not going to survive unless they have a very smart like revenue stream where YouTube is only a part of it. Um, oh man, that's sort of that's sort of just what's going to happen. And also, like the the big thing for me though is like kids content, like it's content that's like good content specifically for children. That's sort of done on YouTube. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, unless like at least new stuff, like new things probably won't be able to break in. If something's already established, it might be able to hold on if it rapidly tries to monetize its audience, if it hasn't done so already. Um, but new stuff won't be able to break in at all because you won't be able to make high quality content. That This is sort of like the trade off, but like. High quality content can't exist on YouTube unless somebody pays for it. So for the most part, people would be paying for high quality content with views. Um, If you make content for kids, people can't do that anymore. At least they can't do it to the degree they used to, which means that there's less. So like, like it's weird to think about, but baby shark has like 
I don't know how many oh now. My like, God. Ten, like billions, like six, seven billion views. Okay. That video can no longer make money. It can no longer, it's crazy. no longer lucrative, which is sort of crazy to think about. It's like the most popular video on the channel cannot make any money <laughs> or can make substantially less than it did before. Oh. And that whole channel, actually, the whole baby Fong channel is like sort of effed over and a lot of, a lot of other kids content creation as well. Um, yeah, it's a super, super annoying situation. So, this is kind of a weird question, but do you know what you guys are going to do next as far as content creators? What's the next step for the JoJo Has Fun The current group? plan is, unless we find out about something pretty more positive about how YouTube is going to, how YouTube is going to handle the enforcement or YouTube is going to enforce this, the current plan is that on December 26th, I'm going to delete every video we have, um, which sounds extreme, but it's really I just not. got chills when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't Whoa. bother me at all, because I, well, I have them all. Like, I have them all saved. Right. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, so it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't not bother Not your videos, me. my videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why would you save all mine? What are you, what are you trying to do? I actually um, have a hard drive just to the JoJo has fun uh, videos. But. Oh, I do too. So... Uh, <laughs> So that's the current plan is just like on the 26th, it's all going away. Um, and then we'll uh, move to a different platform. Probably I'm thinking it's right now. It's a toss up between Twitch and Mixer, um, possibly Mixer, but we don't know yet. Just because like we're, we're lucky enough that our, our type of content can work there. And that doesn't mean that we'll never put stuff on YouTube, but the kind of stuff we will put here will not be let's plays it'll be something else um entirely which is good but also sort of sad <laughs> you don't know this is this is like really i mean so you wouldn't go to like vimeo or anything like that you wouldn't go to another you you no. would only be live streaming you wouldn't be uploading let's plays like you're doing now no no those just as like a just as like a content type are like the bottom of the barrel for like financially viable. Not that that super matters, but it does kind of. And so it's like, if I wanted to release content like that, I would do it somewhere else. I wouldn't do it on YouTube because I'd probably put it on, because one, it's like, it won't make any money, but also like, not that I care about that too much because we make nothing now, but um, even if it was, even if it could, the ecosystem is so crowded with with let's plays that you kind of have to already be um ahead of the game in order for that video for even people even watch it like like our let's plays our let's plays don't um don't get tons and tons of viewers Mm -hmm. so i would probably save it to just like people who genuinely want to watch this uh will think of something for them like oh if you go on patreon and yeah and that's spend exactly five bucks thinking. you can have yeah that's where we would put those um and you can just download it and watch it put up the whole series and you can watch the whole thing you can just watch it on the go um and then youtube itself would just be if if we uploaded something to it it would be something that we were like there's no way anyone could make the argument that it's like a video of us like doing a sketch or something or like a like a, a very serious review of like the, the stuff that would there's no way you could confuse it 
um, that would be probably more produced instead of because like our our let's plays like the 10 minute 20 minute 30 minute let's play format we we have that down to like a science like we know how to do that super easily um so for us it's not even that hard to do and we wouldn't put those on youtube anymore um just because like it's it's too easy and not worth it um and risky (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's the biggest thing is the risk how are you doing patches what what are you what are you gonna probably do oh my god well i'm gonna panic first like i normally do (laughs) you got a whole Um, day to do that i'm gonna have a great breakdown mental breakdown it's right on schedule right about three o'clock no i'm just i'm curious though because yeah i'm i'm not making revenue off of i'm making revenue from patreon i do patreon exclusives um i'm you know i play just certain stuff over there but then i play everything else on youtube and i'm wondering what if i just go straight to patreon and just lower the amount because it's like five bucks a month right now um but if i made it like super accessible for everybody for just like a dollar a month you know like hey you guys have all followed me all this time on youtube but now unfortunately with these new like i don't want to i know i'm a small small super like you know super small content creator with not even 400 subscribers there's still that fine line of like could they still potentially see me and even if they were to find me like you were saying example like a parking like 75 dollars is still a good amount of money to have to yeah you know cash over to people just because and i don't know it's 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 something that i really hadn't put too much thought into and it's unfortunate that i don't even have like a whole month to decide yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's um it is making me wonder and i'm sure whatever i decide i will be making a video about it just to put it out there and be like hey by the way um it's just it's upsetting um and it's you know i I am probably gonna panic for a little bit jokes aside because it's like oh shit what am i gonna what am I going to do? What because, do? you know, I've yeah. been bleeping myself too on my, my videos. I haven't been cussing. I mean, I've been cussing, but I've been bleeping myself. Um, oh yeah, us too. We've been saying flip and, and <laughs> shirt and fork and all the stuff. It's like an episode of The Good Place. <laughs> it's, it's so but, weird. Though. Yeah, I mean, like, in some ways it's sort of like um, the perspective that I take on, that I have to take on it because I would, I would, probably not be too sad otherwise it's like okay well instead of thinking like i have a month left to put stuff on youtube i take the perspective of i have a month left to figure out how to use obs studio (laughs) you know really well because um because come the next year like that's where our effort will be as like a channel and uh you know, I, I think that there is like right now I'm, I'm doing like I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order like solo episodes just so I can be s- just to get practice, really. Mm-hmm. Just so like I'm really good at like playing by myself and, and doing that because I mean, we'll still play together. But the one thing that we lose by moving platforms that are more live oriented is it's much, much harder to coordinate. Yeah. especially harder to coordinate um and be in the same physical location so you know like there's the end th- of an era yeah yeah i mean that's just but that's what's gonna that's what's gonna occur i mean it's it, unless, <laughs> just unless life, something patches. unless something really dramatic happens in regards to this there's it's pretty much a done deal which is kind of crazy to think about mm-hmm. um that this 
that lets that that certain types of content on YouTube might not be able to exist after the first is uh, is crazy to me, and especially crazy for like the idea that like um it, it's sort of weird, right? Like YouTube is sort of viewed as like a public utility. I would mm-hmm. argue, like you think about it, like I think about it, like the like like the electric company or something like, Oh, okay. Like that's, that's where I go to upload my videos when really it's like, Oh no, that's a service. And it's provided by a private company that has chosen to do something that's really like annoying. Yeah. And they are, and they have no obligation to not do that. So it's like, okay, well, what can I do? Really? I have to move on to something that's a little better for me that might, that might be more positive or more useful and that's what'll happen i'm just i'm I'm just just lucky i don't i'm just lucky honestly you and i are both weirdly super lucky that the worst that'll happen is we have to switch platforms there are people who that's it like they can't really make content anymore because there's nowhere to put it like or the revenue part of it yeah the the revenue part of it too yeah it's like that's that's gonna go and then like what do you like if you made fifteen minute videos for kids, like, well now you can't make money on YouTube from it. Oh, and also like you can't like share it. Like it doesn't show up in the algorithm at all, so it it doesn't share. You can't find it through a Google search. So it's like, what do I? Why do I put myself through that? Like, it's crazy. Uh, well, I mean, I'm just I feel so bad. I'm just sitting here like, oh my god, that's so crazy. Oh my god, like I feel like I'm just sitting here making weird comments. But no, it's just because like. I am kind of learning about more of this now that we're talking about it. Like I was mm-hmm. doing some research on it earlier, but like just as I, as I was soaking on. in. <laughs> no, it's like it helps because I, you know, a lot of the legal mumbo jumbo sometimes goes straight over my head. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, maybe, is this really going to affect me? But then there is that risk, you know, of potentially yeah. being quote unquote caught. But yeah. um, it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm soaking it all in. So I apologize if I'm just kind of quiet, but I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, kind of panicking. No. Totally, because it's like I mean, there. It's a totally reasonable position to take. Like, they're probably not going to care about a small channel, but at the same time, it's like they could though. They could choose to care about it. If you're only relying on on the laziness to to get by, then then the the It's like. And if they do choose to care, then it's like, well, now you have to pay money and there's no mm-hmm. way you can get out of it. Like, or that's super creepy to me. If you look at it this way, too, like what if you and I, we are on the smaller scale, I'm smaller scale than you. But like, what if we continue what we're doing? We get away with it where no one has seen our channel like, oh, they're, you know, saying that this isn't for kids, but it's definitely for kids per our, you know, this section or whatever this section but then what if it picks up? Like suddenly oh, what yeah. if you and I suddenly, you know, wake up next week with 10,000 subscribers or more and it's like, okay, what if the suddenly the ball's rolling and it's like, well, I have to suddenly leave this platform now because Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to so, uh, have to owe a lot of money. <laughs> absolutely. So there's like there's that that future that future idea of like, well, yeah, right now it doesn't matter, but you don't no channel I think intends to be in obscurity forever eventually you're going to want that time in the sun and so yeah. what ha- what what are you going to do when that happens like i know there are some creators who 
are sort of in the position that we're in where they have a uh, they have content that some of it might be considered for kids but some of it for sure isn't um and they can go through and like prune and figure out video by video we can't i can't do that i have two thousand videos up there more every day so it's like I yeah, I know it's eleven thirty. Every time I get a little notification, yeah, I can't. I cannot. I sorry about that. I no, can't go through. I can't go through every video I have from twenty seventeen to now and figure out if uh, if they are okay or not. And and there's a lot of channels that I think are that way. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I mean, even if we had set in guidelines, it still would be hard to yeah. decipher. I guess for sure, for sure like you say the lawyer example like i mean even if to one person it could be fine to another person it couldn't yeah and the reason the reason why you would talk to a lawyer honestly is because it's it's a position that needs to be argued um and that to me is like well i don't i care about this and i care about youtube to the extent that i want there to be a platform for people to be able to make and upload videos and share content but at the same time it's like they're they've made it such that it's a genuinely like risky proposition to stay on the platform. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like, uh, I don't, I mean like I, I miss the, I miss the halcyon days when my only concern was how to get people to watch this. And now it's, how do I get people to watch this? And also for the algorithm of YouTube to not designate this video as being for children. And now I have to owe money. (laughs) A lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Not even yep. just like a couple. No, it's like it's a good amount. But I mean, yeah. one thing that you did mention earlier that I did want to reiterate and like stress on is this whole law is a good thing in in ways of protecting. Oh, children. for sure. Yeah. No. It's, it- and when I was doing research on it too, I was like, this seems fine like what is the hold up like where is the fine print you know i feel like this is necessary especially with ads you know hey kids click here like you know it's it's creepy they don't want to figure out where these kids go to school or where they live and it's just like the internet is just this deep black hole of just a place where kids can totally get lost in and i didn't really grow up with that i you know was right on the cusp of all this happening and so it's it's weird to think of the vulnerability of you know children having access to the internet but with that being said it is affecting a lot of the people who have either been here a while are veterans of this or just starting because it's halting us in our tracks it's like yeah okay well now we have to totally reroute what we're doing and you know and maybe it's maybe it's for the best you know maybe maybe this is a way a weird way of showing that i do need to go somewhere else or i do need to do something else to get the ball rolling you know because i mean i'm sure you understand the frustration too where you have a goal like i know you guys have been trying to set a goal of like a thousand subscribers and it's just like (laughs) we'll quit the platform before that happens (laughs) right but it's just like now it's yeah i have to quit that and it's it's frustrating sometimes too to see no momentum and you're like oh my god why why can't I get like I get excited when I get one more subscriber I'm like oh man look someone else is joining you know but now it's like maybe it's a good thing because that does give me a lot of anxiety as far as like constantly watching views and comments and which why does this video have more than you know maybe just to forget all that and just put out content would be best for my sanity (laughs) for sure and and but I mean you are you're right we're lucky we're the lucky ones here Yep, like we're 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 lucky enough that we can move platforms and other platforms clearly state like 
I actually checked this. Twitch just says like, we follow Kappa. We don't collect information on people under thirteen. You have to be logged in to watch most things. <laughs> so right, like it's it's totally it's totally different. Um, oh, but I mean, it's it it's it's how YouTube has chosen to implement this, um, and it's profoundly. It's almost as if they were anticipating back, like they wanted backlash to happen for their response to be so absolutely tone deaf. Like it, and this is some, this is tinfoil hat territory, but it's like, I'm of the mindset that at some level, if YouTube was unaware of, of how the community would react to this, that's crazy to me. And also Mm -hmm. like that, um, that they that if that if they didn't think that that they thought that response to the community would be good, um, that required no follow up. That's also to me like a crazy thing that they would do. Like a part of me is almost like I feel like they kind of wanted this to be a big scary threat that kind of hangs over creators for what purpose? I don't know. Maybe to bother the FTC until the ninth. But um, it just makes you go like, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> why is this the version of reality that I'm in? Like, why is this going on? <laughs> uh, why are they I mean, I don't so know. quiet? It's, <laughs> it's tinfoil hat territory, so no one has to pay attention to it. But it makes, I just have to wonder, like, what the hell were they thinking? Yeah. This no, is I mean, I, this is their it's, plan. it seems almost so out of their hands, though, which I don't know. Could be wrong about that. I could be wrong about that. But Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's... We can speculate on the tons and tons of ways that they could have implemented this um, in a way that would meet the requirements, and it it almost seems like they chose the way that's like the the most possible burden on creators, just in terms of like stress. Like it's a yeah. really stressful problem um, that most creators now have to deal with that they didn't have to deal with like three weeks ago. No one had to deal with this problem three weeks ago, and now it's like a real concern, and people are freaking out about it and trying to make really hard decisions about their future. And yeah, I mean, four weeks ago, all they're worried about is making a good video. It's weird. Well, on a somber note, you guys (laughs) are going to mainly. I mean, well, give us a shout out of your Twitter and stuff so people can keep up with where you guys are going to be going, I guess. Oh, yeah. You the, can uh, find YouTube apocalypse. You can find us on uh, twitter.com slash Jojo has fun. J O E J O E H A S F U N. And come the new year, it's probably going to be Twitch or maybe Mixer. It all depends. Uh, I, I, I go back and forth depending on yeah. my mood. Um, I'll probably flip a coin on the last day and that'll be where we go. But uh, it's it's going to be one of those. It's going to be a live streaming platform. Um, every video on JoJo Has Fun, the YouTube channel, barring something extreme happening, is going to be deleted on the 26th. Um, and they will just be gone. There will be no way to watch them until we set up like a Patreon or something, which I have the name reserved. I just haven't done anything with it. Now there might be something to do there. Um but yeah, that's where you can find us. Um, Twitter, and then eventually Twitch or Mixer. <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> wow. It's okay. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
and they oh, it man. may as well happen i mean whatever could be worse yeah, I mean, again, yeah, we keep, I, I mean, we both keep stressing on that, too, that we are the lucky ones that have the chance to, to slip out, <laughs> out the back door, kind of while everyone's... For sure. Like, <laughs> lots the room's of stuff. on fire. Like, you know what, like, the only thing that for sure um, can't move is, like, really produced content for kids. So, like, uh, like, like a really produced, like, kids, like a Sesame Street or something. That couldn't stay on... Oh, I just realized, like, uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared probably has to move. <gasps> oh, that oh, sucks. No. Download the videos while we can. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no one can make the argument that that's for kids, but it does have stuffed animals dancing around, so who knows? Or uh, puppets. I swear to God, I'm going to download all those videos right now. I don't even know if that's legal. Oh, yeah, there's there's easy ways to download YouTube videos. Um, which I'm sure people are taking advantage of now. <laughs> oh my god, that's such a oh my god, that's such a throwback. I remember watching those in college. Oh, they're All great. those videos are a fever dream. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> so good. Such a so good. So important. <laughs> and it's, it's and it's funny too is it's about YouTube. Like, don't hug me. I'm scared. Is like about the power of having a platform where you can just convey a message, whatever kind of message you want, especially for kids. It's just funny. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Seriously. I have to write that down. I have to do that today. Yeah. Um, so you guys can follow me on Twitter at patches place, Instagram at patches place games. Um, typically I, you know, promote the YouTube channel and say, check out youtube.com slash patches plays games and go ahead. But who knows? <laughs> the who knows? <laughs> check back at the new year we'll see where i'm at um yeah i'm definitely gonna be vocal about this i'm definitely gonna be more on top of this and i will keep you know whoever's a fan of it all i guess updated i I mean it's kind of weird but we'll figure it out i don't intend Mm -hmm. to totally quit making content we'll just be elsewhere i guess if things uh continue to be that the way that they are um well it's so weird um yeah well Thanks for coming on the show, Jojo. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Anything I can do to make sure you have a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you, it's the weather, it's the, the everything's it's cold. Something. I'm yep. just Oh man. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're in the same boat. We'll figure it out. For sure. Thank you though, for real, for being on the channel or being on the podcast. I always appreciate it and um actually going to talk to you next week. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, or, uh, I'm, I'm having a couple people work on the uh, game of the decade list. It literally just started raining as we were wrapping this up. Oh my oh, god! Oh, excellent, excellent. It's been raining here uh, for like 20 minutes, so. Oh, gross. Um, but we're gonna be doing <laughs> a uh, games of the decade, like every year, our game of the year for every year from 2010 to 2019. And I was gonna do it with some of my best friends, but I realized um, we're probably all gonna have the same answer. So I want to throw in some people who are definitely gonna have a different input. Um, so I'm very excited to chat with you and whoever else over there wants to chime in. And um, yeah, that'll be up in probably the last podcast episode of 2019, just because in December I'm working and traveling. So uh, more on that later. Again, just follow me on Twitter. That's pretty much where I just post most of my updates and whatnot. And yeah, also Patreon. I am on Patreon. Um, but I mean, 
I'll probably be posting an update on that as well um, if I do move everything over there. So we'll we'll see. Just again, follow. We'll we'll get there. We'll cross that bridge. <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We'll figure it all out. <laughs> My God. Thank you, Jojo. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys.